Yes, sir. Back with it. Once again, it is on. Welcome to episode number six of C. What happened what was. was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Andre, that's Rashad, and we're giving it to you raw and uncut. And uncut. That's right. Today's episode, we are going to discuss relationship chronicles. Every young person, man or woman, is going to get to a point to where they are having feelings for the opposite sex or maybe even the same. You know how things are. It's 2022. I mean, yeah. it's real. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing about it is, is from that first relationship up to now, you develop habits and you get to a point where you decide what you want and don't want based on those relationships. Now, it might be that one person, if you're lucky, but for some of us, it's been a lot of one persons. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a lot of one persons. <laughs> a lot of one persons. I like it, that. It just is. It just is what it is. And yeah. uh, it, you know, you have some successes, but then you know you got your failures too. But as the saying goes, got to break a lot of eggs to make that omelet. And uh, that's right. Hey, by the time you get to the omelet, hopefully it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that omelet tasting good before it's done. And then, <laughs> and then once the omelet is done, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, yeah so man. I am going to go to 1991 and i was about 15 at that time and that's when i had my first girlfriend mm. of course it was just like a puppy love type thing one you know really all that serious but i mean it did end up being an on and off thing that uh went on for about a good six years. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, that kind of culminated in a uh, kind of flim flam type deal because yeah. coming back from the Navy, this was about 1997. I was just getting out of boot camp, actually out of my uh, medical training. And I came home to a rate my orders to uh, go to Camp Lejeune. And, you know, you know, we did our thing or whatever. Next thing you know, I call home and she says that she's pregnant. So you can imagine my surprise when I'm just like, whoa, okay, this ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I told mom, Course, she was not happy about that at all. And Grandma Mary definitely 
was not happy about that at all. As a matter of fact, I was told that if I was home during that time, because at this point I was in Camp Lejeune when I found out North Carolina, yeah, she would have killed me. <laughs> she was that pissed. She was that pissed. But uh, just to make a long story short, when it came time to discuss arrangements as far as the kid goes and all that kind of stuff, it, I just just so happened that I came across a sonogram. And the sonogram was off by a lot. So, of course, we're doing some detective work and, uh, you know, doing my dates. and Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah. nah this going at, yeah, that damn, okay. So, uh, yeah. So I called her out on it, and she was like, well, you know, your people didn't like me from the get-go and blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada. So when the baby was born, it wasn't mine. So that was one bullet that I was so glad that I died. <laughs> man. <laughs> because, man, when I tell you that that one was crazy, that one was crazy. Hell, but, man. hey, you know, it's all good. It was just one of them things that just taught me to definitely make sure that uh, umbrellas are <laughs> when it rains. You, you feel me? <laughs> Kobe! <laughs> Man. Oh, boy. I You know, wow. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Man, I, that's a, that's a story for you. I, I don't know if I remember that one. <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Yeah, I know. For me, it just had. I mean, there's there's been like, of course, those crushes in Dago, like when I was younger, and you know, moving around. But it it, it really didn't start for me until I hit uh, high school. I would say they got some was like more freedom. Or whatever, because you know, of course, fourth grade had the girlfriend in or whatever. But you know, yeah, I would just say more so high school and then job corps. There's that job corps again, and everybody, <laughs> everybody knows about job corps. You ask anybody that went to job corps when I did, you all knew what behind medical was. You know that? Wow, yeah. behind medical? <laughs> yeah. on the medical building but for me it wasn't really a heartbreak or anything like that because it was just just in and and job or just being wild and and like i'm really open with my story like when i got caught up you know what i'm saying and that's when uh at 19 you know the person i was messing with it you know came out oh you know Oh, you're going to be a daddy. And it's like, what? You know what I'm saying? And I think for me, that's when my world just came to a pause. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, 
dang, how can I get caught up like that? You know what I'm talking about? And and for me, and for me, and I gotta throw, I gotta throw this into it. You know, this this is why, like, biblically speaking, when it tells us, you know, no sex before marriage, you know what I'm saying? That's why, because yeah. you end up in situations like I had. Right. You know what I'm saying? Child that's coming, baby mama that's loony, and then everybody will say, "Well, you know, if you knew that in the beginning." Didn't know that in the beginning because, first of all, this was nobody I liked. I was 19, I was young, and there was a few people in job court. Just keep it real 100, you know, keep it a buck. Yep. That was not my only fling. But when this came about, it was like, then I just started hearing of all the crappy things this person went through and all the bags this person had. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I wish I would have known this person was that baddie because it was, it, you know, more stories started coming out about, you know, I guess the brother had did some things to her, which messed her up. And then she actually was pregnant before and they forced her to have an abortion. Mm. So this was kind of like her redemption. you right. know. And I went through a lot of dark days. man. <laughs> I went through a lot of dark days. We talking about relationship chronicles. I can write a whole book, TV series, and a movie and a video game about this experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, that was like the first and the last time that I would ever go that route. Breaking that news, especially to Ma, like I know she really was upset. She was really, really upset. She told me something is really, really off with that girl. And one thing about her, she's never been wrong about mm -hmm. anybody. She's never been uh, wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's a little bit into mine. And I've often said, hey, if I can go back in time and meet that 19-year-old me, and I'd just be like, yep. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Like, smooth, knock myself out and be like, I am from your future. You don't want to go this route. What you yeah. want to do is throw that chick in the trash can and keep moving on. Yeah. Because what's to come, you really don't want. Right. And then for everybody, say, oh, well, you know, ah, the child is here. Da, da, da. You don't know the drama that came. You have no idea, mm -hmm. which is why it's like you have jail time, baby mama drama, back and forth. The fights, the fights with the family, the, you know, all that unnecessary stuff that I could have avoided if I just would have not went that route. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just, ugh. And it was one thing, like, you try to make it work, but it, it, it just wouldn't because it, oh, it yeah. was not, it wasn't meant, was not supposed to be at all. Yep. You know? So, yeah, yeah. Damn job, core. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can understand it i think for me my biggest crush probably my first love true first love would have to be when i was 16 years old and i met this young lady dark skin long hair bush gardens back in the mm -hmm. doodle browns <laughs> <laughs> 
back well, in the Doodle Browns. I would say actually around this point, it wasn't Doodle Browns anymore. It was like, you know, we were in the green. It was like brown, green, jungle type tops or whatever. I was cleaning in the uh, the theater and I saw her doing the uh, popcorn machine, whatever she was setting up, you know, for the next show. And I swear she was like the prettiest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life uh, at that point. And uh, trying to find the words to uh, <laughs> to say to her, whatever. And you know, I'm kind of like kind of sweeping, you know, trying to get next to her, whatever the case. And uh, you know, she finally, you know, looks over at me. And I look at her and she's like, you know how to get this popcorn machine to work? <laughs> and I'm like, I talk about know, an icebreaker. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know, but we'll find out together. Yeah. You know, so um, we ended up uh, talking and everything like that. Next thing you know, we're on the phone and we start dating and stuff, but it didn't last that long because I didn't have a car. We were at different schools and stuff like that. So we did go to each other's prom or each other's homecoming, rather. I went to prom with somebody else. So this is like 12th grade. But uh, that turned into like 15 years of, you know, just one of them things of as bad as I wanted her, she didn't want me up until I was with somebody else. Then she wanted me, and then I broke up with whoever I was with to get with her. But then she was like, oh, I just want to be friends and all that kind of stuff. Just so wishy-washy, aloof and all that, man. And I think sometimes that she was like the catalyst uh, for me being the way that I was mm -hmm. um, all those years, man. It's just trying to find that person who fit the mold but the thing about it is is you know when you get older of course and you find out it's like i said before you know as you get older you find out what you want and what you don't and what you're gonna tolerate and what you want and so i ended up breaking a whole bunch of eggs and uh the relationships that i had been in and i would get tired and say, well, you know what, let me move on over here and uh, see what this person has got and whatnot. And it was, it's just a, you know, a continual cycle. Yeah. Um, I have been engaged three times. First engagement, I was in the Navy and she didn't want to do that life. So we ended up breaking up. That was about 1999. Mm. Second time was in 2010 when I thought that this person was going to be it. And uh, we clashed as far as living arrangements, as far as, you know, church went at the time. And I was on the ministerial staff and all that. And I was like trying to get into well no i hadn't made it yet but i was trying to get into the ministry and she wasn't having any of that uh at that time so we ended up breaking up 
And it was a mutual thing. Wow. This was, yeah, 2010. And this is another thing, like I said, in one of my uh, daily dimes, you have to, um, you got to be able to heal before you move on. And I didn't heal. And so not long after I split off from the second engagement, I got to the third one. And that was like three months later. And you know how that went. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the whole thing of it was Ma used to always say, well, you need to have somebody with this. You need to do that. You don't need to be with this person because blah, 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 blah. And I just got tired of it. And you say, I say, you know what? I'm going to get with her anyways. Mm. I had just got ordained. I was hooked on a feeling and everything like that. Next thing you know, I'm asking this woman out and we end up getting married three months later against advice. I got tired of mom telling me who I should and should not be with. So, yeah, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to get with her anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So long story short, ended up in a almost seven year relationship, which was pretty much like six years in 11 months too long. (laughs) 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 You know how that stuff is when you want to get out and everything, but people try to keep you together. Yeah. Yeah. And you go before the pastor, you go before, uh, other married couples uh, try to do the accountability thing and, and counseling and all that kind of stuff. But it was just trying to put a Band-Aid where stitches should have been. Yeah, stitches and staples. Yes. And, and, yes. and, and a touch from the Lord. Yes. <laughs> all all of that. And uh, it ended up you know, with me being very bitter, very resentful. Uh, I just didn't care about too much. And then like on top of that, you know, she already had, you know, two kids from previous relationships. So like, that was another thing. And uh, basically like everything I said, I didn't want, this is what I got, you know, and uh, it was a hard lesson. And it got to the point to where, I mean, I admit it, like towards the end, I just didn't care. And I became an infidel. You know, I had a relationship with somebody for one full year before I got divorced. And, you know, I was just basically trying to buy time until it was time for me to get out of there. And I knew I was going to leave. It was just a matter of when and trying to make circumstances better for myself uh, before the exit. You know what I mean? So that was it. I mean, we're all guilty of something you know no relationship is perfect nobody is perfect period only a relationship in which god is the center of it all is going to be able to uh, be sustained because uh, if you're doing it on your own good luck with that yeah it ain't gonna happen i mean i i even like to add uh, a relationship that god has put together and a lot of people get that messed up. Like just because you are with a person, that does not mean that God puts you two together. Right. Okay. 
I understand like even in marriage, a lot of people, well, you know, God put this together. No, he didn't. <laughs> it's a lot of marriages out there that God did not put together. Right. You wanted to marry that person. Okay. Right. That's you. That was not God. Cause I'm pretty sure there was a lot of, you know, like you said, there was a lot of counsel and things like that. It's like God saying, Hey, don't do it. It was yep. like the same thing with like me with myself when, um, I found out, you know, I was having a son and everybody's like, oh, you got to, you know, oh, you got to get married and all this type of stuff. And I almost, I was starting to believe that, but it took the voice of that famous philosopher that I call mother who said, <laughs> <laughs> who was like, no, yeah, <laughs> ain't finna happen. I mean, totally against it, you know, and I'm glad that the Lord had her step in because that was just a disaster. Even got to the point to when we moved in together, shacking up, disaster. It, yeah. it was just like, I mean, to the point to where I know the pastor had came to me and was like, you need to get out of that situation. And um, yeah, you know, ugh, it was, it was, it was just terrible. It was, it was really terrible. And it was kind of ironic because the one I was dating in high school, we were still talking and it was so funny because she didn't care until she found out this girl was pregnant. Mm. Then all of a sudden it was like, ah, forget that. But there was, you know, uh, at the time I was working at uh, USD in San Diego, I was cooking. And <laughs> that's when I, I had met. <laughs> and like I said, <laughs> Finest thing on feet. <laughs> I ain't heard that before. Yeah. Oh man, it, it was boy. I tell you, it, it was like one of them things to where I'm working at this college, and uh, yeah, this this young lady, she was yeah, she, she was all that. I mean, by everything, and I just like, hmm. <laughs> let's see what that's about. You know what I mean? <laughs> So yeah, man, that that was like I think one of the first times that I was like, this is gonna work right here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, before that, yo, I'm telling y'all, listen to the voice of the Lord, listen to counsel. There are people that we would have interest in or we may date or whatever the case may be, and there will always be that voice that will say there's something wrong with that person something's not right do more research yep. nowadays it's like you meet this person meet that person and then boom oh it's love and that, that no it is not i always like to say you always meet the person's representative there it okay? is there it meet is meet the person's representative and it takes about six months i would say for people to really start showing who they really are so you want to see you know you want to give it time like you know what i'm saying stop rushing in bed with people let's just put right. it out there stop doing right. it guilty right. my younger days stop doing it really get to know that person i guarantee you you're gonna run into something that you don't like and yep. you'd rather find it out now before it's too late right like i did and especially before you say, I do. Yeah. 
because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man, uh, it's just an awful thing to, you know, be in a marriage and you're and you're miserable. And I say, like, again, for mine, we're on good terms. You know, we're cordial these days. And the best thing to ever come out of it was my daughter. And I would not trade her for the world. I love that little girl to death. So it was a mess, but it was a mess that God did bless. I will say that right there. Yes, but, sir. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, relationships are hard. They are definitely work, uh, especially in a marriage. It is work. And if you two are not on the same page, it's just not going to work at all. It's going to be hard. And even not even just marriage, but in the dating uh, process, mm-hmm. you definitely need to take your time and get to know that person. Yeah. Before, like Rashad said, before you're jumping in the bed, before you're saying, oh, I'm in love and all that kind of stuff, because we end up seeing the outside of the person, especially like from the male perspective, we're looking at a woman and be like, oh, she's fine. She is a knockout and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, she got, you know, this and that going on. And but here's the thing about that. What else is there to her? What does she do? Does she work? Does she take care of her kids? How many kids does she have? How many baby daddies does she have? Um, do you know about her credit history? Do you know about her finances? Can she balance a checkbook? The debt situation, you know, what you're going to end up being responsible for. Now, a man might step in and say, oh yeah, you know, I take care of this, that, and the third. If you got it like that, hey, by all means, yeah, you go right ahead. But if you know you're the type of guy who is frugal, who is uh, trying to watch his pennies and stuff like that. And you're looking at this woman who is rocking like a Gucci bag or Prada or whatever the case may be. And she working at Burger King. Mm, you might want to, you, you, you might want to check that. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to see you, what's really going on. You, you know what I'm might saying? Want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh for me back then it was just like the same thing it's just like what they call a champagne taste with a beer budget there you, you know go. what i'm saying but this person you know it wasn't even a beer budget it's what we call in the hood the night train and the thunderbird budget you know <laughs> <that's fun. laughs> wow man it was just one of those things to where I, I would just never forget. It's like how stupid, like you got this kid and you got, you know, this apartment, Burger King and UPS is what I'm working. You have no job, but you want to go out to eat? What? Right. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that, that was just one of those things that I really wish I would have ran away from, but I remember all of that changing when, you know, since we don't mention, we don't mention names, but there, you know, somebody that really taught me the game, that taught me how to 
save money and taught me culture and taught me a lot of things like that. And that was a time I'll share this story. There was a time like when I really saw what this woman was about. I had got into child support trouble. And so basically it was like I was paying child support and everything like that. And you, you all know back then you can run down to the child support office and make a lot and they'll freeze your accounts and do all of this, this stuff to you based upon lies. And I remember this woman in there and they were telling me like, oh, yeah, you owe this and this and that. And I'm just kind of like, well, y'all got my bank account froze. What do you want me to do? And when I tell you that this woman, she was like, how much is it? She told the lady, how much is it? Oh, it's a thousand dollars. She brought our checkbook. Boom, slammed it down. Give him a receipt. Give us a receipt. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I follow you to the moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That yeah. was just like, it was, that was like the first time I really experienced like, okay, this person is down for you. This person like really has your back. This person really, really loves you. And that's what people need it's a 50 50 thing you know what i'm saying and it's the old school argument that's still going on like a man's gonna take care of this man's gonna take care of that so my question would be okay so what do you take care of because it's men like myself that i need more than for you just to cook and clean i can do that right (laughs) yeah what else you got right right okay what else can you do Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we were taught how to cook and to clean and things like that. We were taught to get a woman because we want one, not because we need one. Right. It should be the same thing. You get a man because you want one, not because you need one. Right. You know what I'm saying? And keep it that way. Keep it 50 50. Keep it a buck, you know. And I always like to say problems come in is like if you spend a lot of your time keeping your person happy. And they spend a lot of time keeping you happy. You should have no problem. Right. Problems come in when somebody starts taking somebody for granted. It just is what it is. If you got attitude, just say, hey, I don't feel like talking right now. It's simple. There it is. Not giving an attitude. because That's just going to make the other person have an attitude. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just little minor things that we can fix that will set our relationships off into orbit, if you will. Exactly. So, yeah, just my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> Communication is key in any relationship. Message. Uh, especially when it comes to those uh, personal relationships, romantic relationships. One of the things that I cannot stand is when a woman likes to play the nothing game. Oh, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Of course, we've been together X amount of years whatever i know you i know how you are i know when something is wrong with you and you want to tell me nothing tell you what you can play the nothing game by yourself and i won't say nothing (laughs) i won't say nothing yep until you talk and there have been there were times back in you know my married days when we would go days without saying anything and it's just like shaking a can of soda 
<laughs> some point, it's, you know, that going is going to be open and psh, yeah, everything comes out. Usually, it would be her that would say, "Well, I think," and like, "Okay, there it is. Okay, now we can we can start addressing." And this goes back to what I was saying earlier on uh, in this episode about how you evolve when you are with different people. So now in the relationship that I'm in, we don't argue, we discuss. There is no nothing game. There is none of this, oh, well, we'll talk about it later or whatever, whatever. If it you know comes up, it's going to come out and it's nothing egregious. It's always, hey, I don't like when you said this. I feel that you um, made me or you made me feel this way when you said such and such. And then we talk about it. It doesn't have to be a shouting match. And that was one of the things that I just could not stand, the shouting. Like We're two adults. There should be no reason why we're yelling and screaming about anything. We're not kids. I am not your kid. So I don't expect you to be hollering at me like I am one. Very disrespectful, Lady. especially especially when you when you come from that environment. Yes, you know, it, yes. I me, I don't, I don't, I don't play it at all. Like, if I say what's wrong, you tell me nothing. Then it's nothing. Right. I'm not talking about it later. And it's it just that's it. I'm not discussing it. I'm over it at that point in time. So that's just me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got one time to talk to me. If you don't, then that's it. I ain't you can hell go to hell mad if you if you feel like it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has time for it. Why? Right. Now no, it's like Rashad, you just cold, but it's like, man, where we come from, it's like you just you just get tired of it. Exactly. You know exactly. you. You know, like I said, you come from the shouting and the yelling and the fighting. That's the last thing you want to do is in your household. Right. Like in front of my children, never will. That part. Never will. (laughs) And uh, that's one of those things, too. I always used to try to keep things on the low. Yeah. Whenever those uh, intense conversations come up. But when you're dealing with somebody who already has anger management issues as it is, then it's kind of difficult to have a, a adult, you know, calm, cool and collected conversation with that person. You know, I want to talk to possum. <laughs> basically, basically. And man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the inside thing, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, basically, all right, man. Yeah. Man, but yeah, you <sighs> just gotta gotta understand at the end of the day, be with somebody who is going to love you, who's going to treat you like you want to be treated, who is going to respect you. Yeah. Man, definitely you know, and woman, and who is going to see you 
for the person that you are, you have faults, but you're going to be with somebody who is going to see you brand new every day. Mm. And that right there is going to be the key to a relationship that lasts for a lifetime. Forgive often, love often, you know, like for me, I'm in a relationship right now to where it is beautiful. Here, here. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's something that will last and we'll definitely work on it. But time will tell the story and only God knows where it's going to end up. But hopefully it will end up being on the road to forever. I have gone through a lot of things in my life as far as relationships go. And at my age now, at 46, Mm. I can definitely say that I'm good to go. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Well, I think that that is going to be the last word. Hey. We about to get out of here. Yeah, no more need to be said. Just like, (laughs) hey, take, take heed, you know, look at our stories and look at the things we've been through and don't put yourself in those situations. Exactly. So with that being said, episode six is a wrap. In the books. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Search the Mervin Brothers. As far as social media goes, other platforms... You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Music. As far as social media, I am at Dre All Day Mervin on Facebook. I am at Dre underscore All Day 24 on Instagram. And as far as Rashad, I am at Rashad the Toy Collector on Instagram. Also, I'm at MOG Mervin. Instagram, MOG Mervin Music, Facebook, MOG Mervin, Mother Facebook. One other thing, the Mervin Brothers on Instagram. I don't know why I always forget that, but yes. Oh no, but we got to put that up there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll handle that in post. That's right. <laughs> but until right, next time, once again, I am Dre. That is Rashad, and we will see you on... Next time. Next time on. See? See? What what happened happened was... was, (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it right. We'll get it right. (laughs) All right. Y'all be cool. (laughs) Peace.